Hey, Good News Mama. This is still the Good News Mama podcast, but we're taking it with a different spin for Thoughts on Thursdays, basically sharing with you some outtakes from the week, real behind-the-scenes footage. We're in this together, you know, so if you have any crazy stories that you like to share, you want to make each other laugh, and remember that we are all going through some mess right now in this coronavirus quarantine time, give me a shout. You can DM me on Instagram at Good News Mamas with an S, You can send me a message on Facebook at the Good News Mama Facebook page or just send me an email, lynn at goodnewsmama.com. Enjoy. We have a ball. Yeah, so today I put on makeup for the first time in many days because I can't wear makeup during the week because of our mask situation. And I really don't have any reason to put it on, but today I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put a little mascara on, a little eyeliner today. So as I'm doing that, all three boys are jumping on my bed and I'm not really supervising very well at all. And all of a sudden, Wade goes, I smell permanent. <laughs> I was like, what? exactly. He's like, I smell permanent. And I was like, permanent what? What What do you smell? I'm thinking they have got a marker. God bless. It is probably all over my mattress and my bed sheets and comforter because naturally permanent marker smells awful and yeah he's just like I smell permanent and, and then I just realized I just sprayed perfume and I hadn't worn perfume in a while oh. he meant perfume he had smelled perfume wow. and I was like oh thank you lord <laughs> it was just perfume <laughs> but he said I smell permanent it was so cute. I felt so much better after that because my heart just stopped like oh boy the baby has gotten out the permanent marker because we are writing our initials on our bottle caps so we don't uh-huh. end up wasting drink or sharing each other's drink and right. I'm like oh gosh he's gone in the junk drawer and found a permanent marker and I just can only imagine uh-huh. that wasn't it so that saved me <laughs> oh yeah well speaking of uh not supervising Scarlett just now reminded me of something a couple of years ago that happened because she was in the kitchen a minute ago and she's like, I need some help. I'm about to put something in the microwave. And now she's six and a half. So she can operate the microwave, but she's that she was forbidden to ever touch the thing after she nearly burnt the house down. What'd she put aluminum in there? I think, no, 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 no. She was being oh so very sweet and was going to heat me up a hush puppy. I think she was like three or four. So she gets one of the kid plates, that the plastic kid plates, and she puts one solitary lone hush puppy in the middle of the plate, put it in the microwave, and then hit two buttons, which undoubtedly was the number seven and start, mm. which ended up with a seven-minute cooking. For <laughs> what of one hush puppy on a kid's plastic plate. <laughs> oh my gosh. What happened? And I'm not sure where we, I mean, we were in the house, but all of a sudden, like we started smelling and there was smoke everywhere. <laughs> and t- that is what happened. We had to throw the microwave away. Oh my gosh, girl. <laughs> I never could get the smell out. Like when we, o- when I opened it up, or Caleb, I don't even remember who. It was like a mad dash of why is there fire? What is happening? <laughs> what in the world? Who turned the microwave on? That's and then what, what What was this ashes that's now like melted okay. through the plate? Okay. There was a plate with a hole in it. And some black mm-hmm. ashes where there once was a hush puppy. 
Oh my gosh. That's what that reminds me. So Ben and I were dating and we, um, I got in Moe's for supper and you know, the chips that they give you, which are delicious and like yeah. super thin and super yummy. Well, it's like 45 minutes to get home. So they weren't as warm like they should be. So I'm like, I don't want to put them in the microwave. You don't put chips in the microwave, right? They get really <laughs> soggy. So I'm just going to put them on broil in the oven, right? <laughs> I'm just going to broil them for like just a brief, <laughs> not a good idea. And we were at his parents' house at that point And we're like, yeah, we're just going to have some chips. And I forgot about them because I was really going to have them oh, in Right. And I turned around and got on something else. Girl, I opened that oven and smoke was billowing. Like billowing. Oh, gosh. Talk about like disintegrated. Those things were like they completely you couldn't even tell that there were chips anymore. They were so charred and burnt. <laughs> it's awful. That's sad. He has That's never sad. let that down. Every time he's like, Don't use the broil function. Don't use the broil. <laughs> You're not allowed to use that function anymore. <laughs> You can burn some stuff with that good. And the smell is terrible. Oh, my goodness. Nothing rivals the smell of one time in college, I decided that since Bojangles makes such good honey mustard for dipping, that it should be a marinade. (laughs) It is not. (laughs) It is not a marinade. (laughs) I marinated my chicken in honey mustard from Bojangles. (laughs) And then I put it on my George Foreman grill. Uh-huh. And it was terrible. It oh. caramelized into like sweet, syrupy stickiness and it ruined the grill and the chicken. Oh, no. <laughs> I used to rock the George Foreman. I do know how to cook, I swear, but this, uh, I don't even pretend. <laughs> that is when I learned there are, there is a difference between sauce and marinade. <laughs> no, girl. I don't even pretend. I don't even know how to cook. I try, but I think we usually wind up having like bow tie noodles, which are Wade's favorite. And I mean, Brooks will eat like three hot dogs at one time. And I'm like, go for it, buddy. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I try to make all these choices. I'm like, oh, we got to have some broccoli in there. Okay. Have a few stalks of broccoli. And then um, uh, anybody wants some apple? And then I feel much better about my other choices and that I'm not cooking. Yeah. <laughs> a little of good stuff in there, just enough to cover up all the bad stuff. It's hard. Yeah. Not, not my strong suit. Gladly. Mm-hmm. We'll admit that. So I was thinking about last week, our conversation and about um, just the grace that Ben needed in that moment that he had last week. And I've been really conscious about trying to extend a little more grace lately. I don't know if he's noticed it, but I've tried really hard to be like a little less. That's good. Um standoffish or that's your problem like like try to be more understanding (laughs) and um I felt myself several times wanting to bite his head off almost like you see I see that you need help but do you see what I've been doing like you know what I mean like we try to compare and we really shouldn't because it's apples to oranges really like the things he goes through and I go through but you the only reason that you do that is to make yourself feel better like, that's why I do right. it. I feel better if I can make a list and say, well, I've done this, this, and this, and what have you done? Mm-hmm. And that's not nice. And that's not grace. And it doesn't help either of us. So I did. I did a few more, um, like, pausing before I wanted to snap back at things. I feel better about myself. I don't know if it really worked what? in his favor, but I thought it was something yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. 
that's it. That's good. I mean, even just being conscious of your, I don't know, um, I don't want to say standoffishness either, but yeah. just being more conscious of whatever they were per- perceiving yeah. you to be. Definitely. So sometimes I say things or I'll bring stuff up and I don't necessarily mean it to be like critical. It's just more conversational, I believe, but it comes off or lands on somebody, Mm -hmm. aka my husband, Mm -hmm. as more critical than just conversational. Exactly. So I have to be aware of how, like, like you said, more aware of what I'm choosing to conversate about. Right. I totally know. Interpreted as criticism. I feel like Ben thinks that. I'm trying to send him a subliminal message or I'm trying to like not mm-hmm. cut him or anything, but I'm just like, no, I was just talking like, sorry, I didn't mean yeah, anything personal by it. And, you know, I guess in situations like that, I just try to be quick to apologize. Like, no, no, I wasn't going that direction at all so that he doesn't feel that I'm backpedaling or anything. But um, sure. it was just, it was really helpful. And then of course, with the kids and uh, I worked this past weekend and just being stressed out and um, feeling a lot of that, I don't know, just overwhelm and frustration. And my gosh, if I have to say the same thing one more time, I'm going to flip my lid, you know, <laughs> just like completely uh-huh. losing my mind. But then I've been really conscious to like look at them before I talk and it has made a huge difference. If I just lock eyes with them, it's like the mean thing that I was going to say that would have made me feel better and got out my frustration. I just look at their little eyes and I'm just like, I say something completely different. Like, yeah, I'm not mad at you. Let's try to do this better. It's, it just changes my whole tone when I look at them. Like, don't just yell from afar or like, you know, punish them or whatever the discipline is going to be to help get my point across or help them understand. And, you know, Ben and I had a conversation too, because I've definitely lowered my standards (laughs) as far as Uh expectations, which has helped immensely from child one to child three. Um, But Ben still, like when he's getting frustrated, he's realized that he has this like super, um, it's got to be this way mentality or the way that he thought it should go. And if it doesn't, then that's the end of the world. And he's realized it's not the end of the world. It's just not how he predicted it would go. And it really isn't hurting anybody, but he shouldn't be mad at them. It's not like it's a them against us or a me against him. And I think that's a big realization for me lately and talking to him about it. It's like, Hey, we're on the same team. Like, what can I do to help you? How can I give you a little grace? Um, Yeah. That sort of thing. Cause it's stressful. I'm ready for it to be over. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Although we haven't had as much social um, like turmoil because we were not like go and do all the things before. It's kind of felt pretty even keel on that front. It's just the kids are at home and that's we don't have that alone time to ourselves or with each other as much when they're not. Yeah. You know, I think that when all of our energy is focused on them because they're always home, whether he or I have switched roles it's, it's like you never have a reset button or something. It's like, you're not really realizing that you're just never releasing the stress, I guess. 
So trying not to bite off your family's head is kind of a a big goal of mine right now. (laughs) (laughs) I saw my first patient with COVID-19 yesterday, and that was really stressful for me. And um, I had like, I looked like I was going into a hazmat area. Like it was the Tyvek suit, goggles, hair thing, N95. Oh, my. All of it, double glove. I mean, I literally looked like I was about to bust some ghost. I mean, I showed up in that place like my big ghostbusters. <laughs> like telling the people, I'm really sorry that I look this crazy and it's hard to hear me, but this is our protocol. And um, girl, I was sweating in that thing. Oh my gosh, there is inflammation. And I had like just thinking in my mind, thinking through all the things that I needed to do, and just trying to do as much as I could outside of the home before I went into the home and. Uh-huh. It was just, whew, it's wearing on my nerves. But I did have some good um, um, verses going in my head, like the one about cast all your fears and anxieties on him because he cares for you. And I right. had people praying for me from church and just some timely scripture that was good, but it was still stressful. I was still. Just, and it was an active case? Yep. Like literally, she was positive on last Friday. She was positive in April, and then she was positive when she was discharged on Friday. And and that was pretty not fun, but I don't know. I felt protected, for sure. Protected by God, (laughs) protected by all the stuff making me sweat. So hopefully hopefully it did its job. But yeah, when we were talking earlier about some things that come across as critical versus conversational. <laughs> that was really what I was talking about. <laughs> One of the times, like last week when I got home that he had had them, I said, I was just basically like, well, did they, did she get this done or this or that? And kind of going through the checklist in my brain, like really just for me to know what I needed to like go yeah. handle. Mm-hmm. And it came off as definitely not conversational, but confrontational or critical <laughs> kind of like, I did a good job, you know, and you didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't bug you all day. Nobody called and text and couldn't find things. You were, you were at work and you were able to do work. <laughs> not have to worry about school was like his, my, his mindset, you know, that he thought he hit it out of the park, right? <laughs> he thought he yes. <laughs> yes. And he did a good job. It's just, right. you know, I was just running through the list and right. there was some things that needed to be handled and yeah, I don't know. So. Today, (laughs) when he took the kids with him to school for that stuff, I I changed my perspective. This is, like you said, a growth moment. So this morning when the document came up for her stuff to do, I opened it. I had a patient cancel. So I actually had like a few minutes of no nothing to like multitask. I opened it. I took two sticky notes and I wrote down Scarlett's to-do list and just like, just put like, Lexia, 20 minutes. Read on A to Z, 10 minutes. Sheet packet. And then I wrote down the three or four pages she was supposed to do. Sent a picture to him and said, here's a simplified to-do list. If you want to find the document that has the links, it's in blah, blah, blah. This is not meant to like say you're doing anything wrong. This is simply meant to help you find it easier. Yeah. Disclaimer. I love you. I'm not belittling you. This is to help you. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah, This is is legit. Me just offering one simplified to-do list 
Uh-huh. If you would like to do it, uh-huh. <laughs> maybe to make it easier for you. And he, he sent back, thank you. That was very helpful. Oh, so. good. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, high five. <laughs> Gross moment. So, yay. Yes. yes. That is so good. And part of that was me because he had done a really good job. I mean, mm-hmm. and it is hard to be with them a hundred percent all day long, especially when you're not used to that. Yeah, definitely. I think. And then not used to all the extra stuff you've got to do. Like he's used to being with them all day long, but he's just playing baseball and going on bike rides and, you know, doing those kind of things. Exactly. Yeah. Like not, not teaching them or having to do school stuff that while they're trying very hard is a lot of, you know, some of it's a lot of busy work. So yeah. And frustration, I'm sure. Yeah. But that's okay. So they're fine. And what, what gets done gets done and all will be fine. That's <laughs> so funny. You brought that up about um, like the list, like running through your head of what needs done. Cause my mind works the same way too. When I yeah. like have compartments of like my work list, I got to go through these six or seven things to be checked off and good and then I can put that away and not worry about it my home stuff okay I gotta get this this and this going so that the next day won't be pure chaos you know be prepared right. and play and like in my mind I'm just like okay what have you done have you done and it's not not like what have you done all day you know <laughs> not right. mean like that right. I mean like what have you done so I know what I don't need to do and you know that's right yes 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 one day not last like, week you tell me what you've done and like then you have a moment to Right. Appreciate, mm-hmm. what, you know, love language words <laughs> of affirmation kind of thing going on. Exactly. But, so last yeah, week, no, one just, day I came home and it was complete chaos. And there was like nothing had been done that day. I think he was just surviving that day, honestly, which is okay. It's fine to have uh, like that. But the whole next day, it caused me to be like, three no no that night because you know he pieces out when I get there so like that night I spent Mm -hmm. like two and a half hours and I'm still gonna have to work the next day but I spent like two and a half hours doing I don't know how many dishes in the sink and loads of laundry just to kind of get caught up again and I explained that to him when he got home and I'm like I'm not putting you down about anything I just want you to understand there's certain things that have to run smoothly for us to set us up for a good next day and if you can help do these things that lets me, you know, have a breather and spend some time with the boys too, instead of just feeling like I've got to catch up, catch up, catch up. So the next day I got home and he had done like all the laundry, the dishes were clean. When I walked in the door, he was basically like sitting at the sink with this look on his face, like say something, I dare you say (laughs) say something. (laughs) You just spent the whole day doing that and watching, watching the boys. And I was like, man, you did great. Thank you so much. I said, I'm going to have a talk with you like that every night because this is amazing. (laughs) I think even vacuum the carpets too. That was pretty awesome. Oh my. You get extra points for that. (laughs) For real. I do have one other quick cool story. Um, so during, actually, I heard it on one of your podcasts not too long ago. I'm a little behind on some of them. So I was listening to this one. It's not a recent podcast of yours, but it's, um, y'all, y'all were talking about, um, I think, tithing at some point in time. I can't even remember who it was. Just kidding. Something about tithing and, mm-hmm. and testing and stuff like that. And um, so we have uh, still, there have been times where we have not always been 
a hundred percent on tithing when stuff has been really, really, really tight in the past. But with all of this, um, after moving stuff, like I went ahead and tithed and, you know, you had that little like struggle moment with it. Like, okay, I don't know, like he's furloughed in this Mm -hmm. pandemic and what in the, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not so sure that, you know, that's wise when I should be putting this aside and that kind of thing. And then I was like, no, 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 that's, that's not the right mindset to have. So Kaden's birthday is also coming up and he's one of these colorblind glasses forever (laughs) and uh, they're expensive. And we've decided to, we were going to get them a year ago and then we just never did. So basically I'm going to get them these colorblind glasses. I was going to give them with our bonus that we got for work, but then COVID hit and we didn't get the bonus for like our patient quota and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that I was like, no, we're still going to get them. But anyway, long story short, I went ahead this morning and I was like, no, if I'm going to buy something like that, then there's absolutely no question. This is just feeling like, you can't do that and not tithe. Just that whole conflicting yeah. thing going on. So I went ahead and tithe this morning because um, I do it on the app on my phone. And then yeah. I said, well, gosh, I'm going to order these glasses, but I couldn't remember which kind he was supposed to get. So I just put them in the cart and I came home, grabbed the mail out of the mailbox and um, went, then went and opened the mail. And there was this like random check in the mail for... I don't know, some Caleb had been in a car accident and he told his truck and it was, I guess, like an overage payout for it. Somehow he was written a check today. And I then like, was like, that number looks so very, you know, that looks like almost the exact amount those glasses were. So I went and I opened it up and I ordered the glasses and it was like a dollar and 20 cents difference. Oh my gosh, that is insane. Isn't that awesome? (laughs) Yeah. Like, because I thought we were going to end up having to like pay because there's gap insurance. So gap insurance should make, should cover the difference between the truck, but there shouldn't be any extra. So I have no idea why there's this overage check for this yeah. random amount. And this is not the amount the glasses normally are because they're on sale, but it's still yeah. something crazy. That is insane. So, <laughs> I know. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. That's um, thank you, Lord, because and then, yeah. then I remembered your podcast where like I can't even, I don't know the scripture not not verse and stuff, but it says you know test me in this, yeah, so, and see if I don't open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing you can't contain it. It was just like a day yeah. it was written in the scripture. It was so cool. That was so awesome that you did that and that God just showed up just like that <laughs> in your mailbox the exact yeah, same like the day. same exact day. Oh, girl. Like, I thought I was having this little moral dilemma in my head because I actually even opened it this morning on the computer and did the math, like based on like my last check and his last check and what, what the actual math was. And I saw the number and then I turned my phone off and I shut the computer. I was like, I need to look at this later. I need to like deal with this later. And then I was having that kind of turmoil at work. I was like, well, let's look at these glasses. And I was like, you can't sit here and look at glasses and have this little issue with tithe and put a tithe. And get on the right chat, girl. <laughs> That's good. That is a testimony right there. That is so good. So yeah. I love that. That is so awesome.
I just want to give you a few action steps to take away from this episode. Number one, make it a point to look your children in the eyes before you react or respond to their behavior or lack of obedience. Trust me, it did wonders for me this week. Just look them in the eyes first and then react. You'll find yourself a little more calm and remember that they're your favorite people. Also, lower your expectations just a tad and remember that your children are children. When they're doing something that's not exactly what you'd prefer, just ask yourself, is this causing more harm than good? And if it is, of course, react appropriately. If it's not, just loosen the reins a little bit. Another realization I had in regards to my marriage is we're on the same team. When you look at your spouse, don't see them as an adversary. See them as working toward the same goals that you have. How can you give your spouse a little grace this week? What routines or systems could you put in place to make your next day run smoother? Thanks for listening, Mama. I've had such a great time. If you're getting something out of this podcast, would you be so kind as to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts? It's super easy, and it helps other mamas find this podcast. You just Google Apple Podcasts and type Good News Mama Podcast in the search. You'll see the list of episodes, and you just scroll to the bottom where there's a section for leaving a rating and review. I'd love to give you a shout-out on my next episode. While you're there, hit subscribe so episodes will automatically download to your app, and you won't miss a beat. Of course, you can always tag me on Instagram at Good News Mamas, that's mamas with an S, or follow the Facebook page, Good News Mama. I love sharing with you, girl. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, keep your head up, keep your heart humble, and share that good news.